You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. We're here at the Abbey of the Hills. It is Lent. It is it is um, Ash Wednesday today, so praise the Lord. We're going to take this journey, this 40 days journey. And before we get into our next segment, I want to do an announcement about Honor Your Father this morning. Honor Your Father segment is based on Real Presence Radio's um, desire to want to honor our, our priestly fathers in our lives. And so Kubaker Trucking... Um, is our great underwriter for this. They deliver rock, road materials, rock, topsoil for lawns and garden. Jack, who runs Kubakers, will drop by his customer sites to give estimates on materials and costs, and he can be reached at 307-680-1814. So 307-680-1814. Jack Kubaker for all your trucking and road material and lawn garden needs. So thank you guys for doing this. Um, you know, it's just a small gesture of love. Really, it is, uh, in appreciation. And it involves bringing um, a dozen donuts to a priest um, who's been nominated. And, you know, that's not going to set their world on fire. But it is a, a neat way to show, show appreciation for your parish priest. So if you, if you, in the future, think, hey, this is something I want to do for my parish priest, give Real Presence a call and we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll give them an opportunity. So this week's winner is Father Paul King, who's from St. George in Hartford and St. Anne in Humboldt, South Dakota. And Christy nominated Father King by saying, I'd like to, I'd like to nominate Father King from St. George and St. Anne's Parish. And I would like to recognize him for helping our church at St. George to pay off the mortgage to our church Mm -hmm. shortly after it was built. He also had all the statues and the stations of the cross restored. And isn't that beautiful? To their original color. And then he added so much aesthetic value to 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 the parish. Each religious educational classroom that they have has this beautiful artwork in it to help the young children and the youth better visualize the various aspects of our Lord's life as well as the sacraments. He's changed the format of family formation. Faith formation has helped families grow together in their faith. For many newly married couples state how much insight and preparedness they receive through their marriage prep classes. He's brought back Eucharistic adoration to our church and worked so hard to teach us why we believe what we believe, how important the Eucharist is. We were talking about that just a few minutes ago. And then Christine says, as a creative Catholic, there, there are a lot of times when I don't understand things about our church. And he welcomes questions and concerns and takes them all seriously. So he's so humble and sincere, works hard to teach us about our faith. He's generally concerned about each one of us. He also has shown that the same, the same concern to the parishioners of St. Anne has worked so hard to maintain that parish as well. I'm grateful for him for keeping the church open for us during this pandemic time and help us to stay close to Jesus when we needed him the most. Isn't that beautiful? This is beautiful. And to provide ways for us to stay true to our faith through education and by his example. I am so grateful that he is our parish priest. So thanks to Christine for nominating Father Paul King. And again, we're going to say a big shout out to Kubacher's Trucking, 
to delivering road materials, rocks, topsoil for lawn and garden, for underwriting the, the segment of Honor Our Fathers. So thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Well, Deacon, we have something exciting coming up next. All right. Yeah. So th- this is, again, co- going off of this... Um, this whole idea of Lent and what, what's going on, and we cover such a big footprint with Real Presence Radio. I don't think I fully um, kind of understand that so much, but hopefully I mean, we're going to get, <laughs> and speaking in the footprint kind of mode, we're going to get input from the little toe to the big toe to the middle toe <laughs> to, the, to the arch to the, maybe the heel, heel cord area. And we want to hear from you guys. What's going on in Lent for you? in your neck of the woods, in your parishes, in your maybe area of faith community, if it would be. What's going on in your family? What's going on for you personally in terms of, you know, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving? Those are all the things. And as if you haven't been to Mass today, you will be, I hope, and you'll hear the reading that will say, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. I'm not trying to say, hey, tell everybody what a great, gal or guy you are. Not that at all. I think there's a lot of exhortation and encouragement that come from saying, you know, here's what I did last year, or here's what I've been inspired to do this year. And I think a lot of people need to hear that. So this is the the invitation or the opportunity for folks to give us a call. Yeah, please call 877-795-0122. Again, that's 877-795-0122. Or... Uh, visit our Facebook page at Real Presence Radio Network. And we actually have someone on the line right now to tell us what they're doing for Lent. Okay, hey, is is this Mike? Uh, this is Mike. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. This is Mike. Er, we're talking to Mike Rausch, who's from St. Charles in Big Stone City. So very, very close to the Abbey, probably about a half an hour away. And a really good friend of mine. So it's good to have you on board, Mike. We're trying to coordinate uh, something really, really unique that your parish is doing for Lent. Can you share that with us? Well, we we have two things going on. Uh, one was just an idea to have some continuing education for adults and you know, the, the kids after confirmation. Uh, so trying to come up with a topic. And then the second part uh, turned, just sort of came up, Padre... Uh, David has a, a friend he went to seminary with who's uh, uh, quite an accomplished speaker, and so he invited him up for, to do a Lenten mission. At the same time, the Abbey was doing their retreat, I think it's this coming weekend, actually, um, and I think your theme was the Eucharist. So we, we chose uh, the parish is going to do a four-session uh, part on the Eucharist. It's uh, through Augustine, the Augustine Institute. Uh, presence the mystery of the Eucharist, and it's four sessions, and so we'll be doing that each Sunday night during Lent. And then Padre's friend, whose name is also David, David Rodriguez, uh, will be doing a Lenten mission uh, on Catholic prophecy, and his will be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so it's a five-night program. Um, And so that combination is what we're going to try to put on during Lent. It will start uh, the very first Sunday of Lent, we will miss. So I think it's the tenth of tenth is um, the thirteenth is the first session on the Eucharist. Then uh, David Rodriguez will be here on the twentieth through the twenty fourth, and then um, 
on the 27th, and then like April 3rd or 4th, and then the 10th will be the last three sessions on the Eucharist. So we're going to do some stuff at the parish hall. We're inviting uh, the whole faith community in the area to come and uh, uh, sort of learn some some of uh, uh, David Rodriguez's wisdom. Okay, so we're going to unpack this a little bit because this is a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. My my hats off to you. I thought we were just going to talk about about the about the Lenten mission, but we you also just snuck in that four sessions for for Sunday night. So let's start, let's start there since you started there. The Eucharist, the Eucharist, the Eucharist, right? I'm just taken aback right. by the fact that there was a Pew survey, a Pew survey, P-E-W, that said, you know what, only one out of three Catholics actually believe that this is the real presence. Mm-hmm. This is the true body and blood of Jesus. So you guys are saying, let's do something about that. And I just love it. So it's going to be four sessions each Sunday night during Lent, and it's going to be at St. Charles Parish in, in Big Stone City, in the parish hall. Right. Um, in the what, what time do those begin on Sunday nights, Mike? I think we decided uh, 6.30 on Sunday evenings. And we did that because uh, David Rodriguez on the 20th of March is a starting at 6.30. Okay. Uh, so we just, to be consistent, did that. Uh, okay, so... There will be yeah, four, four, four sessions on the Eucharist. And you're right, Paul, the... the Part of the, the uh, teaching that we did with the confirmation kids is, you know, do you, do you believe it? Do you really believe it? And there are many things about the faith that you could say that, but especially the Eucharist, do you really believe it or do you, do you say you believe it? And to get that concept that it's more than just saying I believe it and then moving on, it's real, uh, it, it's really what we're, we're just, it's just sort of like these little blocks that you're building, and this is just the, the two, 2022 effort to sort of emphasize the real presence of the Eucharist again. And then the second thing that your parish is doing for Lent would be um, a mission that starts Sunday, the 20th of March, and will be each night, uh, starting at 6.30, going through Thursday, the 24th, and you're going to bring a speaker in whose name is David Rodriguez, speaking specifically on Catholic prophecy. Share a little bit with folks about that. That's awesome. Well, David is, um, I think he's like the content director for the Fatima Center, and he also is an executive director for a foundation uh, that is aimed at recovering and restoring the traditions of the Church and the teachings of the Church. And he does lots of stuff on, on YouTube. If you were to look him up, uh, you could find him. But uh, he's going to talk about um, why in his providence does God provide man with prophecy? Um, how can we discern true prophecy? Uh, are we at the end times? What's authentic Catholic prophecy teach us about our time? So that type of thing. Um, and that, you know, there'll be more than that, but um, he is going to sort of have a, a start with a rosary, get into a, a presentation, and then have a question and answer period afterwards. So it's, it is designed in the, in the way that he presents is to have a dialogue. Uh, and he's, of course, very, very good. Papa Padre said that in the seminary, he was one of the most brilliant uh, people he'd ever met uh, and had uh, the credentials to back that up. He did uh, discern out of the seminary, and he is married and has six kids. And he, I think he's going to bring one or two of them with him when he comes up. So Awesome. Where is he coming from? Where, where is his home? 
I believe it's Kentucky. He's okay. originally from El Paso, Texas, and he's, he uh, lives in Kentucky right now. And he serves as the executive director for the St. Vincent Ferrer um, Foundation, as well as the content director for the Fatima Center. So, ah, you know, you don't hear a lot about Catholic prophecy, and I think, I believe, right now especially, is a critical time for us to say, listen, this has been since the, the initiation of the church, since the... <laughs> Since the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles, prophecy is part of those gifts, and and God is speaking through some of us with that gift or that um, talent, if you would, um, to to prophesy as to what God's will is for our time. So, just to encapsulate again, Mike is calling from the uh, from the parish of, of uh, Saint Charles Borromeo in Big Stone City about two great opportunities that they're doing for for Lent. One towards uh, continuing education towards adults that are going to focus on um, Eucharistic themes every Sunday night via the Augustan Institute. And that'll be at the parish hall at 6.30. And then, specifically, uh, a speaker that they're bringing in named David, David Rodriguez. And he's going to speak on the subject of Catholic prophecy um, beginning Sunday night and all the way through, through and including Thursday night. Um, beginning at 6.30, and you begin with the rosary, mic, the presentation, and then a QA period, right? right? Yeah. All right. Well, That's thanks correct. for joining us today. That's great. Well, you set the bar kind of high. Okay. <laughs> what a, thanks again, Mike. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow morning if that man is you. All right. So what else do we got out there, folks? What else is going on out there for Lent? Did you say somebody wrote in something for us? Yeah. So if... Um Please let us know what you're doing for Lent. Call 877-795-0122 or visit our Facebook page. And Lynn from Sioux Falls um, said, Along with giving up things for Lent, this year I'm going to do five things each day for someone else. Five gestures, like complimenting someone, holding a door, adding money to an expired parking meter, etc. Wow. That's awesome. I love that. Right. Right. Because... Because too often we think, oh, I've got to give this up, I've got to give that up. And that's fine if you do that with a prayerful spirit. But, but Lynn is also bringing to mind, hey, it's also what we're going to be doing. And, you know, almsgiving to the poor or, you know, alms can be complimenting somebody or prayer can be a gesture, right? Everything mm-hmm. is, is a prayer. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I love how it's not, the focus isn't on doing a penance, but really like the focus is on, okay, how can I grow in love? Like being intentional and conscious about choosing something other than something else. Yeah. For God's sake. Yeah. For God's sake. For the sake of holiness. Be holy, therefore, for our Father in heaven is holy. Okay. So. Oh, I was going to ask you, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. And, and I'm always uh, challenged. My wife, Julie, and I were just talking about this Last night, in fact, um, she said to me, and here I thought I had um, enough lined up. Uh, The women's retreat that just occurred this last weekend talked about the seven sorrows of Mary rosary. And the Holy Spirit used one of those women, um, one of the directors of that, that, that retreat named Lisa, to put into my heart, hey, I want you to um, walk with your mother, your lady, your, your uh, blessed mother, through her sorrows each day of Lent. So that's one of the things I'm going mm. to do. That's awesome. And then Julie said something last night about a, I want to say Father Michael Gaither. I'm not Gately? Sh- Gately, Gately, thank you. 
that um, he's done the 33 days to mercy, 33 days um, prayers, and there's one through 33 days that I think is specifically for Lent. Greater glory. And so she's like looking at me and pointing me yeah. at me, and she goes, you want to read this with me, don't you, during Lent? I said, yes, dear. Yes, I do. <laughs> so I think I'm doing that. That'll do be good. she tells you. <laughs> well, right, right, whatever he does. Anyways, uh, this is a great opportunity to grow together as a couple, pray together as a couple. Um, that might be something folks would consider. How about That's you? Awesome. Well, you know, I was having a lot of trouble trying to figure it out. And on Saturday, my phone broke. It wasn't anything dramatic. It just stopped working. Um, and so it's going to be a few days until I get it back. And at first I was like super anxious about it. Like I know how to drive to like four places. I'm going to get lost, you know? Um, but I've experienced so much peace in the past few days. It's incredible. Like just the, the silence. Like I'm, I hate to admit it, but I'm huge into smart devices. And so like my watch would always like have all these notifications going off, all these unnecessary things to know all the time. Like I don't need to know that I hit my thousandth step today. Like I can look at it if I want to know. I don't need to be reminded constantly. And so I'm really going to try to, when I get my phone back, to delete any non-essential apps for the entirety of Lent and turn off as many notifications as I can so that way I can be really be present to the Lord. Uh, during this time. So, God is so funny. He, That's like, really beautiful. He takes something that, you know, you think is you think is going to be, like, totally difficult and impossible. I need to cancel my plans, and he makes it into something really beautiful and a moment of growth. So, so good like that. <laughs> you didn't use, and I'm going to bring something into this, um, maybe that's a different angle than a conversation we had just, just before we came on air, but you were talking about as you were driving up here, I think you said you were listening to the Rutten Radio program. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that was brought out from that is that we all have these two paths that we can choose. And I'll call them two Lenten paths. Two Lenten paths. And one would be desire less mm -hmm. or acquire more. Yeah. Now, I think about stuff in my life. I want to desire less. There's that desire of me wanting to unclutter my life. I don't want all this stuff bothering me. I want to be, I want my family. I want what I do well here at the Abbey and for my friends, but I don't want all this rest of this clutter. I want the Lord. So I desire less. And yet there's mm -hmm. this human part of me that wants to acquire more. So I'm trying to say, is this acquiring more is to acquire more peace. And I don't think that's the way, the context that was brought up earlier, but we can desire less or acquire more holiness within us mm -hmm. during Lent. We can uh, desire less interruption and more focus on our Lord and therefore acquire more peace, contentment. Yeah. More suffering sometimes too, right? Yeah. Because when you don't get your, your announcements and things like that, or if I'm fasting from from food on Wednesdays and I'm like, what is that noise? <laughs> and I look down at my belly and, and something's going on there. That's not pleasant. It's not. But it reminds me, back when I was in college, I used to fast for an entire day. Wow. I've never <laughs> had the gumption that. to do that <laughs> since then. But it really, really turned my heart to the Lord, also, especially towards the end of the day. Um, but that's what, that's what we're called to do is desire less in hopes of acquiring more holiness. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Again, I know that wasn't the focus of, of the right. run radio thing, but that could be our Lenten journey is to, to, to take the same path of desiring less with the outcome, hope, and prayer of acquiring more G- of, of Christ, acquiring more Christ in us. Um, yeah, and, and there's different ages, kids that we, we're dealing with. I've got some grandkids, and so what, what will they be doing? And, you know, the traditional, uh, you know, get rid of sweets and get rid of this. But also, reading scripture a little bit more. Hey, I'm going to do a Bible story with my mm. kids every, every day if I'm not doing that, you know, and share things like that. I was listening to something the other day that was um, challenging you to, during Lent, um, really focus on creating Sunday being a mini resurrection, which it is, but to really emphasize that. Like, instead of going out and, like, I don't know, um, doing your errands or mm-hmm. doing different activities, mm-hmm. to really focus on what's that spiritual book that you want to do? Like spend some time talking with your family about scripture or praying the rosary to really emphasize like, no, this is actually the Lord's day of rest. It's not just a day off from work. It's a day of rest for the Lord. That's a gift to us, Mm -hmm. right? So use it and don't use it as a day off that, you know, spent in entertainment all the time. So good, good, good. Um, There was one other thing that I heard earlier that I thought was compelling as well. Oh, um, we've got a we've got a secretary here at the Abbey. Her name is uh, Cindy Tremonte, and she's uh, she's from down in the Louisiana area, um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And um, it's for some reason, uh, she's been here just a little over a year, maybe a year, three months. But this year, the Holy Spirit has just just overwhelmed her with this desire to do Stations of the Cross. Huh. To lead Stations of the Cross here at the Abbey. Wow. And I looked at her when she brought this idea to me, and I went, did you do this a lot back in, um, you know, Baton Rouge? She goes, well, you know, when we were growing up, we did Stations with the family and things like that. I guess it's a beautiful tradition. Yeah. It's beautiful. We're going to be doing it in our parish. And, in fact, we're going to be doing it twice a week, and I think that's beautiful. I go, have you ever led Stations of the Cross? And she goes, no, it can't be that hard. I go, it really isn't that hard. It's just beautiful. But she goes, I don't know what it is. I just really, really, really want to have this That's here awesome. at the Abbey. So 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, we're going to be doing Stations of the Cross here at the Abbey. In one week, it's going to be led by Deacon um, Rick Christensen, who's one of our caretakers uh, every other week. And the other week, it'll be led by Cindy Tremonte with a little bit of twang in her voice. <laughs> and it's just going to be a beautiful, reverent, and I don't expect to have hundreds of people here for it. But I'll quickly add... I'll bet you almost every parish in our listening area will be doing Stations of the Cross at some point. Mm. I urge you to make this part of your Lenten journey. Enter into his sorrow. Enter into his devotion to us. No greater love does one have, right? And those are words sometimes from a deacon, but they were lived out. They were lived out in 14 stations by our Lord. And so... um, a beautiful, beautiful part of our... I was just on an ecumenical retreat um, for veterans a couple of weeks ago, and we did Stations of the Cross. And some of those folks that don't know that or don't have that in their tradition, they said, no, that's a Catholic thing. And others of them went, that was beautiful. Mm. I love that. And so uh, I think rediscover, rediscover the Stations. Rediscover the Stations during Lent. I invite you to do that. 
So Yeah, what a beautiful way to walk with our Lord. And also like if you're doing it with your parish or here at the Abbey to join other people in that walk. Yeah. We're teaching that confirmation is. and there's gonna be a couple of times I'm not gonna be able to be there for the stated times when I'm gonna when we're, when we were going to be offering them, and I'm looking at my confirmation kids, going, "All right, guys, come on, time to time to step her up, right? Time to step her up. Let's put her faith where where time is, and and let's give it up for our parish." So I'm excited to see who and if they'll they'll step up and do that. So it starts this weekend, and um, or it actually starts Friday. I'll be able to do it, but then on Sunday, I'll be on retreat here with a men's Lenten retreat, and so I won't be available for my. Uh, stations on Sunday morning, so we'll get to see which, which one of those young men and women want to step forward and, and lead. Uh, so, yeah, awesome. it's all exciting. It's all exciting. Well, Deacon, we only have like a minute or two before break, but was there any um, retreats coming up at the Abbey that you would like to throw in there if we have time? Oh, yeah. You know, so I mentioned the, the men's Lenten retreat that's coming up this weekend. Um, Got about 50 folks signed up for that. It starts March 4th through the 6th. It's focusing on the Eucharist, like I kind of mentioned, food from heaven that changes men's heart. That is one of those free will offerings. If you can come and, and participate and you can, you know, pitch in probably $200 for what it would cost, or if you only got $2, um, you are welcome to come to the Abbey. It's going to be great food. It's going to be great fellowship. Um, it's going to be a lot of just regular lay people and, and priests, spiritual directors that are going to be talking about the change in their heart because of the Eucharist and what's, what's made a difference. Next week, we've got our Day of Recollection, which is a one-day thing. It starts at 10 a.m., goes to 3 p.m., and that's on Tuesday, March 8th. And Deacon Mark Cobra's coming over from Sleepy Eye, and he's going to be talking on Modern Saints. We've got Augustana's Choir is coming. Augustana University from Sioux Falls is going to be coming up and doing a um, uh, 7 p.m., um, choir presentation um, that same night, March 8th, uh, Tuesday, uh, the 8th. So a lot of stuff going on. I'll throw, throw out one last thing, a, a couple's retreat that's coming up March 11th through the 13th. And Deacon Tim and Julie Dickus are leading that. So it's awesome. A lot of stuff going on. All right. Stay with us over the break. We're going to be talking more about how you can live your Lent. <laughs> 